Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to get knee deep in on this week's show? Ryan, on this week's episode, I'm back with another Be Like Me, where I advise the audience and you, Ryan, on how to take back your youth in three easy steps. And my noise-canceling headphones got me in trouble yet again. More on that in the pregame. What about you, Ryan? Tyler, this week, humans take the first step in becoming not the dominant species, and I've got a bartender confession that you have got to hear. So, Hmm. on with the show. Tyler, I saw a billboard for abortion. I saw, if I say I saw a billboard for abortion, what immediately comes to mind? My assumption is it was anti-abortion and it was telling people not to do it. I always think of as you're driving to Disney World. Yeah. From, we, we live in Miami, of course. So from here to Disney World, you leave South Florida and you are in... The hills have uh, eyes. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Whatever yeah. river deliverance was shot on. Yeah. 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 yeah, And there are some very heavy religious billboards that's all they got out there tell you what to do with your vagina you either pick religion or trees yeah that's all you got and um but this one was not like that this genuinely caught me off guard and i would be interested to know your thoughts on it this was an advertisement for new york saying hey in new york we're still doing abortion I mean, I'm wondering if this falls into the tourism sector of New York, where they are saying, come to New York, we will do your abortion for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like people who go to different countries to have surgical work done. Yeah. It's certain states are now trying to put the clamp down and saying, no, never, this cannot happen. So other states are letting them know, hey, come to us, we'll take care of you. What do you think about that? I think it's necessary. I'm I'm pro-choice. I think women should be allowed to do whatever they want with their bodies. And so it's good of other states to be standing up and saying, hey, we'll do that for you. I, I agree with you um, in terms of this whole thing does seem ridiculous and it does feel um, just crazy that we the idea that a billboard like that exists. I, I feel like we just need to, I don't know, correct this. Let's just just ban abortions and be done already. My name is Ryan. Oh, and my name is Tyler. <laughs> and we are those guys you hate. Satire, baby. Satire. Sure. I, I think you're allowed to do whatever you want with your womb. If you want to clean your womb, do it. Tyler, welcome to another show. How you doing today, brother? Go to your womb. <laughs> Go to your womb. I mean, it works in so many. Mush womb? I feel like that works. <laughs> <laughs> in a different, more macabre way. Yeah, a little bit. I'm I, doing okay. That's great. Before this a, conversation. Yeah, better. yeah, yeah. I'm doing worse after mush womb. That's, that's <laughs> for, I, that, if that's the show name, I quit the show. Sure. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, Tyler. A lot of moving parts in life, but uh, I'm happy to be back here with you doing another episode, episode 153. Let's get it going, Tyler. Let's start with a segment because I, I've done the segment a bunch. I'm going to do a bartender confession here. 
And not only do I want to tell you about something that happened to me a couple nights ago, I then want to do something we don't normally do with this. I want to break down the psychology of this. I truly want to know how you think this took place because it caught me totally off guard. But enough talking about it. Let's get into it. Let's do bartender confession. Bartender confessions. Sounds suspiciously like shameful admissions now that I'm, I'm truly listening to it. What this is, Tyler, this is a segment where I tell you about my life in the restaurant business. Why is bartending so interesting? What? Why is it romanticized? Uh, because there's always action going on, and very often, depending on the place you're at, interesting people come in, and you get to be the center of attention. It's like a miniature amateur stage that sure. somebody gets to perform on. That's true, and, and you get such a... Uh, interesting cross-section of people probably because your defenses are so low. Everybody has been drinking, generally speaking, mm -hmm. and your shields have dropped. And you're expected to talk to this person when you go in there. Sure. Yeah, when sure. You go, it's hard to get a drink if you don't talk to the bartender. So here is the scenario that I found myself in a couple of days ago. I have a man come in and he sits at the bar and he's talking on his cell phone, which... Right away, bad move. Don't don't come inside at a bar while you're talking on the phone. Hang out, finish your phone call because it, it's just it, nonetheless. I'm, <laughs> do you agree with me? Um, no, not necessarily. Like if you're coming to the bar, I don't think you should just stop and wait simply because you're on the phone. You're you're going there anyway. I just think you could finish your phone call and then go sit down. But that's you're right. That's that's your own personal opinion. Now this guy comes in and he's on the phone and his greeting to me is, "Hey." Do you guys have a condom machine in the bathroom? <laughs> Which I haven't seen since 1991. Sure. Do they still have that? I'm sure somewhere, much like the vending machines that sell used girls' panties in Asia, I'm sure there are places you can go to to find them, but they are places of ill repute, would be <laughs> my guess. Always back to the panty vending machine. Tyler. Find me a better analogy, and I will stop using it. I mean, there is that old saying, all roads lead to... Panties. Right, exactly. <laughs> However that goes, I think I, I, I butchered it a bit. That old chestnut. So I say, now here's the thing with me. I like this sort of thing. Generally speaking, I like a little Xanity uh, in the bar. I like people being crazy. And I immediately said to the woman I was working with, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> Did he announce it that way? Very loud. Uh, he was saying it unnecessarily loud. What's the point of having sex if you don't let everybody around you know that you're about to do it? Wait a minute. And you're responsible enough not to raw dog it. Well, and that's the thing, Tyler. I appreciate you using the scientific term <laughs> raw dog. Thank you so much. Uh, that's the thing. It is. It was just a, a, a ridiculous question because the answer is obviously no. But mm -hmm. nonetheless, mm -hmm. I say I don't believe that to be the case. And he says very loud into his phone, uh, no, you know what? My boyfriend is just not even, if you guys don't have a condom machine, my boyfriend's not even going to come here. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, sir. And I said, have him stop on the way. <laughs> We'd love to meet him. Because I'm feel I'm into it. You know what I mean? And then there is something uh, about the security and the safety that that f uh, four feet of wood I got a marble slab, but that's okay. A, a marble bar sure. uh, provides to you. Yeah, absolutely. It does keep you within arm's distance, but, and he's not being like totally ridiculous. The only thing I'm worried about is he's sitting next to a little bit of an older couple. Mm. And I would imagine, but there's not much I could do here at this point. Give him one of your condoms. So I make, <laughs> my what? So I make him a drink and he's there and he's, and he's continues to be talking on the phone and he keeps putting it down and he keeps saying to me, hey, 
my boyfriend is coming in here and he is so hot. My boyfriend, uh, fresh off of his, he's a redhead, he's got freckles, fresh off of his, I mean, this he's peppering me throughout the whole thing, saying it as loud as he can. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that he's a redhead. That's the same color of all the flags I'm seeing. Absolutely. Now he says, my boyfriend just got his transgender operation. Big old tits, his words, not mine. Big old tits, big old ass. He's acting it out. This guy is doing it big for everyone there. This is going downhill very fast. It is quite crazy. And you're serving this man alcohol? He's only had one drink. I can't stop him from drinking. It's a family restaurant, which means we don't serve orphans. So this guy is there. He's drinking. Finally, his boyfriend gets there. Okay. What do you imagine the scenario is? Smoking hot. Smoking hot with big old titties, just like he said. <laughs> the, the, the bosom was ample. That is true. Redhead, also true. I am taking this person in, but also trying not to gawk. Yeah. Because I don't want to be a bleephole. But there's been such buildup. And as this man is telling me this, I said, man, you are... We've just met, and you're giving me lots of information. Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. I'm getting a lot from you. Oversharers. Right sure. Are, are, that's, again, red flag. So he and his boyfriend are there. They've had dinner, they've had drinks, and finally after 30 minutes, I, you know, I'm because I'm doing a million things, you know, I, I finally belly up to them and I'm talking to them. Long story, not as long. I'm talking to the boyfriend and the boyfriend says, did this guy tell you that I was a, a you know, transgender? And I said, yes, actually, in, in, in many different ways. Turns out this was a woman. Oh. Never was a man. Oh. This guy apparently does this everywhere he goes. And I said, do you want to get into the psychology of this? What is the purpose of this? Do you like this? And she mm. says, not at all. I really don't like it at all. And here's the thing. And this is really the last observation that I have about the whole scenario. Your face is appropriate. Before the woman got there, he could not have been more boisterous. He could not have been more, uh, you know, with the histrionics and loud. Look at me, look at me. The moment the woman got there, he, I, I did not hear him speak another word. Oh. What is that, Tyler? What the hell? It almost seems like an ex extreme version of a young boy, like hitting a girl or, or, or insulting her uh, to get her attention and you know, kind of like like little, 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 little kid stuff. But they have been together for years. Oh, they're a couple. They're a couple. Oh my god. They're a couple. They've been. He, she, he's been doing this forever. She said at the beginning it was funny, but he's been doing it forever. And then, when I don't know when the when the woman got there, almost as if you know, in the sexual sense, he had like finished. He was spent. He, he did not have another drop of energy for the rest of the bar. It's like the build up, build up, build up. The woman got there mm -hmm. and that's like, ah, I'm done. Interesting. It was really strange. That and is I, weird. I'm not making fun of this person. I am not making fun of the woman who stays with this person. I'm just saying that was something I've never experienced before. I thought they were friends when you first started telling the story. And I was going to say unsolicited advice. You need different friends. Yes. Now to the woman, I could see if you're like, uh, and forgive me for besmirching frat boys, but you know, frat boys, you're like, Hey, my friend's coming in he's a transsexual. And you're doing that. Like one 20 year old guy to another 20 year old guy. At least I understand the sophomoric humor. This one, Again, I don't want to belabor the point, but it just, I wanted to do a podcast on this guy. 13 parts. <laughs> even, he won't give you the access. No. Even, even if you do it once or twice and, oh, you know, that's funny. If you're doing it over the course uh, span of years, that really speaks to something much deeper and much more 
and, and, and the woman to stay with him. Well, yeah. we're, we're not on here diagnosing people. We're just saying, you do crazy, yeah. dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when we talk about crazy people, Tyler, there's only one segment that is appropriate. You know which one that is? Is it Depression Index? It's Depression Index, Tyler. You're good at this. You've been listening to the show. No one what the depression index do, is, is a machine that I built with my transsexual boyfriend who's actually always been a woman. We crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, spin the metaphorical machine and tell people about your, your you know, your mental health this week. It's pretty good, Ryan. Is it? It's pretty good. That's it's, awesome. It's pretty good. I'm uh, just trying to take better care of myself, and I find it difficult. I find myself very much going back to these habits mm. that I know are not good for me. What do you mean? Stand in my way, whether it be drinking or being sedentary or lazy um, or eating the wrong things. I know that they're not going to make me feel good in the long run, but I do them anyway so that can be a bit frustrating but sure. i need to remember to be patient and know that this is a step-by-step uh, process and I-, I believe as a wise woman once said it's not where you are but it's compared to where you used to be mm-hmm. again i butchered that but i nailed mean, it i think you're kicking ass compared to when i moved in with feral tyler you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah, yeah, it's it's fun, it's, though. yeah it you know you, fun. Ne- you never knew what you were gonna wake up to Absolutely. the next day sure. yeah it's just you know i wake up and you're sleeping on my face you know what i mean that's something else, Ryan. <laughs> hey, I think you're doing really great, Tyler. Thanks, buddy. Uh, so I don't really have a theme for this week. I'm uh, just going to keep uh, keep going. This week, I am at a... Let's do a neutral five. Spin One, two, three, four, five. My boyfriend's coming in. Oh, good. Big is, old, is he hot? Big old titties, dog. Oh, good. Big old titties. Good. I, don't, I don't talk like that. He was talking like that. Sure, sure. Get it up appropriately. Tyler, I got a lot going on, man. I'm going to get to my theme here. Um, Nicole, my girlfriend and I, in the middle of a breakup, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, we're in the middle of a breakup. Mm. Uh, a, a, a friendly, compared to all my other breakups, mature breakup, uh, but it's very tough. It's been a very hard uh, co- yeah. couple of weeks. You've, you've very much been there for me. I've been able to talk to you. Yeah, it's something that is ending that's been a big part of your life for a long time. So Ab- it's going to take some uh, adjustment. Absolutely. And... Um, it's got to be hard for you being living around some of these energies where, you know, you have, and I don't, we don't have a lot of big screaming matches or anything like that, but you know, just the tension and stuff like that. Sure. It could be tough, I would imagine. Yeah, it wears a little bit, but that's just how it goes. Well, let me get into my, uh, into what I actually wanted to, to say. I think very often we talk in our mind about, hey, I'm going to get ready for tomorrow. Tomorrow is my day. I'm going to I'm going to, when I wake up tomorrow, I am going to get with it. I'm going to stop bullshitting like I did today. Tomorrow is my day. Do you ever have that thought? Yeah, absolutely. What do you do? How do you get ready for tomorrow? It's usually just the thought. I don't actually take any action the night before. I just go, tomorrow I'm going to wake up with way more willpower and determination (laughs) than I have ever felt in my entire life. All I need is to be a new person. Is that so hard? I mean, is that such a big ask? Tomorrow begins with tonight. That is the deal. Tomorrow Mm. begins with tonight. So often you think tomorrow is going to be different, but tonight will be the same. I don't believe that to be the case. Whatever that means to you, hopefully I'm saying this and that's going in your ear holes and hitting you in the appropriate sense. But tomorrow begins with tonight, Tyler. Why'd you say it like that? I, it's a great question. Okay. Uh, You know, but uh, tomorrow begins with tonight, Tyler. This week I am... Ooh, 
Damn, where I have I? no argument. I'm truly thinking about where I am. Hold on. This week, I mean, I, I really am. And you know, with all of my dating issues and everything that I've had uh, from birth, it feels like. I have always been maybe my deepest fear. The way that some people's deepest fear are is, is public speaking. Mm-hmm. My deepest fear is breaking up. My, my deepest fear is being vulnerable with someone and then not them rejecting me, but us going our separate ways. Hey, I'm going to have my own separate life. And uh, I have done a lot of crazy things in the moment that I am in right now. And much like you, where you're still doing some of the things you don't want to, but it's getting less and less and less. I'm handling this better than I ever have in my whole entire life while it's still been very, very hard. So this week I am at a five, baby. First time ever, Ryan. On what? Five and five. We did the same number. Tyler. High five. I am so excited right now. High five. Tyler, hold on. We need to calm down. (laughs) (laughs) This is getting out of control. All right, listen. That's a show moment right there. Tyler, we need to chill. Mark it down in the annals of history. (laughs) All right, let's do... I'm going to do... One more, se- or, you know what? Your choice, Tyler. I've got Ryan's Vault of Sound, and we've got your Be Like Me. Your, your choice. You want to do your Be Like Me? Uh, n- I was going to say Ryan's Vault of Sound. I haven't heard that sounder in quite a bit. That is your favorite. I know Quite that. a bit. And this one, uh, on, on Ryan's Vault of Sound, where I hear something that just sticks out to me, and I want to talk about it with you, is truly something that I, 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 honestly, we've talked about this a lot on the show, and I feel like it's happening. So mm. don't let me set it up too much. Let's get on with the segment. Ryan's Vault of Sound. Teller, I think it's safe to say that I'm not afraid of a lot of stuff. Is that fair? What? Uh, okay. We're I mean, afraid of life, man. I, okay. I, I, I am aware uh-huh. of some of the difficulties and things that should be paid attention to. But of all the things that I am afraid of, what do I talk about the most on this show? And it's not birds. It's not birds. Yep. Um, the sun eventually exploding and consuming our entire solar system. It's going to be terrible. I'm rooting for that, actually. You've, you you gave me the antithesis. AI, Tyler. Yeah. AI. Yeah. Yeah, now, we should be worried. I mean, some... And I don't even say that sarcastically. We should be uh, just a little worried. Some people don't feel the same way that you do, and a lot of people do. Oh. I was listening to a podcast called The Journal, okay? Have you mm-hmm. ever heard of that? I have not. Okay, you were going to say something? I was just going to say that if people are saying that we shouldn't worry about AI, those people have just been gotten to by AI already. Well, I spoke to AI. I told you about this. Remember when I told you about ChatGPT? Yes. And I asked ChatGPT, which is, uh, how would I describe that, It's an AI chatbot. It's like basically like talking to an actual person. But beyond that, it's about, it's basically like talking to a regular person that has access to seemingly endless information. Yeah, and can pull it up at will. At will. Mm. And I was listening to The Journal, which is a podcast put on by WSJ and Gimlet, and it was all about ChatGPT and how they think it's going to change the world. They think that this thing may be the next Google, that it could be the next multi-billion dollar company. Absolutely. They they received a billion dollars. I'm trying to remember this because I listened to it a couple days ago. They got a billion dollars from Microsoft, who I believe has now, based on their return, put in $20 billion. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Something around those those terms. That sounds about right. So Ryan's Vault of Sound is this. 
OpenAI is releasing GPT-4, and I think they could go like up to GPT-7, GPT-8 with the idea that each model becomes more powerful than the last. And this is kind of hard to wrap your head around, but like a lot of AI researchers think that eventually ChatGPT will become self-improving. And so like it can like take off really fast on its own and it won't really need like human engineers to like very intentionally try and make a better version each time. Like the technology itself will be smart enough to improve itself, if that makes sense. Yeah. So we are now, I mean, we've discussed that. We, we've discussed that on the show many, many times. What happens when artificial intelligence gains the ability to make artificial intelligence better than we can make artificial intelligence? What happens? I, obviously, I know you don't know the answer to this, of course. What do you think about that, Tyler? Like, where, where, how does that make you feel when you hear that? It depends. It all comes down to what kind of access the AI has. Because if you were to tell me that it's this AI that is gaining sentience, but it's on its own terminal, it doesn't have access to the World Wide Web at large and can't get around the Earth and can't access nuclear weapons, can't access factories, so on and so forth, then I wouldn't be as worried. But chat GPT, say it gains sentience or whatever that looks like, it has access to the entire world. That would give me a little pause uh, for concern, a little cause for concern. Hasn't anybody seen this documentary that just came out, Megan? I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't even go in my dark basement anymore because she's just going to be standing there. I believe that's just a remake of an old one called Terminator. Really? <laughs> yeah, just on a more localized level. Sarah Connor, you look adorable. <laughs> Have you had work done? <laughs> <laughs> like a porcelain doll. Um, so I, I'm dead serious. I, I That brings me worry. I, I'm worried about that. Well, they are, they are even talking. I just, uh, read skimmed an article just a couple days ago where now the school systems are worried because there is no looking up information anymore. You can just talk to an AI and they'll give you the answer to, because before it used to be like, We're done hey, learning, I, Tyler. I can get math problems online and it can show me. Now you can literally ask it a question about any subject and it can not only give you the answer, but it can tell you how it arrived at that answer. Absolutely. And I mean, with this thing, you can say, you know, give me a brownie recipe as a pirate or on this podcast that I was listening to, they had it right out a poem. They had it write out the intro to the podcast yep. and it was incredible. Like what if this thing puts artists out of business? You that's know what I mean? That's currently happening. There's art competitions across the world are, are popping up and saying, Hey, no AI art. And they're being very strict about it. People are really up in arms about this it's taking away human not just jobs but taking away human artistry you know what i think we got to do it like drug tests be like dude you got to paint it right in front of me <laughs> exactly. i'm sorry no, <laughs> exactly. no, no, don't turn around don't turn around put your phone away wait a minute is your face a screen <laughs> what i don't know tyler what? i don't know how artificial intelligence works they would have no need for screens is my face a screen screens are for us i don't know how artificial <laughs> intelligence works tyler i'm shaking my fist at the internet and that's it. That's that's the end of humanity. That, We're dead now. That's the new version of old man uh, yelling at clouds. Sure. You're just shaking your hand at the internet. No, now you're old man yelling at the cloud. <laughs> that's, hey! Oh! Man, yours is way better. Yeah. Way it's okay, better. man. We piggyback off each yeah, other. That's all right. I, led the, I put the breadcrumbs down. You followed it and stuffed your belly. Tyler, all I wanted to do was be like you.
beautiful lead. Thank you. Thank you. I was I was hoping it wasn't too subtle. Well, do you want to be like me? Well, do you want to be like me? Listen up. It's so easy. Three small steps to be like me. It's so easy to be like me. Am I crazy? Well, let's just see. Oh, Brian. Wow. It's been so long since I played that. I mean, uh, the best thing we got going on the show, oh, and I'm my. including ourselves. <laughs> that guy crushed. That guy crushed. Ryan. Yeah. It has been 52 sessions since my last Be Like Me. Wow. Another way to look at this is I have failed all of you for more than a year. Well, be like me. Don't do your segments. <laughs> That's pretty good, too. Like a dragon hibernating on his mound of golden riches. Too long have I hidden away with my knowledge. Yeah. Sitting and waiting. Yeah. Sitting some more. <laughs> also waiting. And then even more sitting and waiting. Sure. I'm very sedentary, uh, Ryan. No, that's not true. You're patient. <laughs> You're patient. I'm patient while I sit. Yes. Today, Ryan and I will be celebrating our sister Menendez's engagement. And it has dawned on me that as I refer to her as such, she sounds like a nun. Uh, Caro Menendez. Caro Menendez. Hold on. The highest honor. Oh, yes. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Caro Menendez is getting married. And it's really made me consider the great sham of life. Oh, I thought you were going to say marriage, but go on. I'll listen to yours. Growing up. Okay, you have my attention. You were meant to believe it was marriage, but it's actually growing up, Ryan. Ah, uh, I see. You I see, see, I pulled a little reverse yeah, on you. Yeah, you pulled the wool over my eyes. Ryan, are you ready for my three-step process on fighting the good fight against maturing? I have, I have some information on this later in the show, so this is perfect. Fantastic. Step one, and this is important, taking immaturity back we're Take, bringing it back taking it back from whom oh we'll get to that in okay. a minute don't you worry okay i won't rush you the definition of immaturity is behavior that is appropriate for someone younger do you know how many times in my young life i've heard age is only a number or age is a mindset sure many times ryan yep outcast has a song where that's the chorus which one? Uh, hey, Jane. I think it's called Pink and Blue. I digress. I, I, Tyler. <laughs> Coolest week in review ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it for you. It's good. As far as I'm concerned, this is our battle cry. Okay. So from henceforth, the term immaturity will be a positive one, Ryan. Okay, I like this. We're flipping it and reversing Damn it. Damn straight. Yeah. Too long have we been shamed for our hobbies. Too long have we been looked down upon because of our behavior. This is about video games, isn't it? Ah, shut up, Ryan! <laughs> uh, you can play it. Nobody cares. <laughs> yes, I'm a 34-year-old man that loves Pokemon and chicken nuggets that are shaped like dinosaurs. What of it, Linda? Wait a minute, though. I think as people get older, I think a lot of these things that were considered younger, like video games. You could be an adult who plays video games What now. about my chicken nuggets that look like dinosaurs, it, Ryan? It tastes like shit, Tyler. Oh, that's bullshit. It tastes How like shit. dare you? It's not even a stegosaurus. You just got to get more ketchup than nugget, and it really saves it. That's not that's not a good factor. <laughs> it's time to be proud of our immaturities. So to my immature sisters and brothers and everything in between. This is 2023. Got to be careful. Nice. 
Take that bubble bath with floaty toys. Put that broomstick between your legs and pretend you just got accepted to Hogwarts. Uh, Put that firecracker between your butt cheeks and light it. That's not immaturity, Tyler. We're immature and we're proud, Ryan. So, Ryan, yes. step one. Uh-huh. What do you think? Um, my my butt cheeks hurt. And immaturity is definitely putting a firecracker between your butt cheeks. No mature human being is doing that. Tyler, nobody is doing that. A couple of people are now, doing Now, maybe it. breaking the stick off of a bottle rocket and throwing it at a couple of your friends, but I'm leaving my butt cheeks out of this. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I think that there is a time and a place for being immature, but I think sometimes immaturity can make you kind of sad. I think we mature on purpose. Oh, okay, we're only in step one. You still have uh, a little bit to go. I, that, Don't you worry. I'm going to round it out by step three. That's why you're teaching me. That's right. Step two, yes. and I'm sure you knew this was coming. Don't have kids. Oh, I, this, I'll tell her I'm already on board, but I'll hear you out nonetheless. <laughs> Immaturity is wasted on the young. <laughs> While these little imps are allowed to run around without a care in the world. I mean, except, of course, the rising costs of everything, a healthcare system they won't be able to afford, and the planet they live on is being murdered. But other than any of that rubbish, they get to run around all day soaking up the limited supply of immaturity. I, I... I, I got to be honest. You, you caught me there at the beginning with immaturity is wasted on the young. I I, I just couldn't let that go. Yes, uh, I've never had, had it put that way before, Tyler. Stop having kids. Yeah, they do take away your, your childhood. Yes. Yeah. With no children around, guess who gets to soak up the immaturity like a mutant at Chernobyl? Sure. The adults, Ryan. You don't have to be up at six in the morning to pump your boobs or whatever adults do. Pump your boobs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Express breast milk is how Could I... Could you pick a male thing? Pick a guy thing. Oh, I wasn't supposed to do that? Because <laughs> all the hair was clogging up the machine. Now, I've, <laughs> I feel the need to clarify. Please don't murder children. Mm. That's like the opposite of immaturity. However, we do need to figuratively bleed the immaturity out of them, Ryan. In terms of what? So I'm calling on all of you to do your part. Are you on a plane or in a restaurant and there's a little cretin running up and down, making lots of noise? Put a foot out just as they run by. I, I That seems illegal and cretin seems a bit harsh. What is a cretin? <laughs> Something bad, Ryan. When you do that, you can basically see the childlike wonder escape through their now watery eyes. As they fly down the aisle That's and right. catch an armrest in the, in the temple. This is a precious resource. So what's the point of sharing it with creatures that are so much smaller than us? They're weaker. We could take anything we want from them. Fun size. Exactly. Yeah. Fun and beaten up. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is Tyler this Menendez's is, segment. I'm just here to act as part of the audience. This is getting dark. Very step quiet. three. Step three, Ryan. Step three. Profit. Go on. Ladies and gentlemen, my soldiers, if you've made it this far, you are now deserving of your rewards. Kick your feet up on your mom's linoleum coffee table. Wait for her to bring out your much-deserved chicken nuggets, and they better be dinosaur-shaped! <laughs> And plan to do absolutely nothing for the rest of time. Go where the wind takes you. You'll have to because you'll have no other mode of transporta transportation. You have no job, no wife or husband, and no worries. So, soak it up and... what? What's that? 
Jason's gonna put a firecracker between his butt cheeks. I'm Tyler Menendez, and that was me like me. Wow. Butt cheek firecracker, Ryan. Oh, I gotta like, go. I don't wanna see that. I will look at butt cheek chicken nugget, though. <laughs> that. Has all the earmarkings of something fantastic. Tyler, great job. I think in the middle of it, you said linoleum coffee table, which I'm, I don't know what that is. Kick your feet up on your mom's linoleum coffee table. I don't think you know what linoleum is. Isn't that the, the fake ass material that they put on different countertops it's and for whatnot? The it's for the floor. Oh, I'll explain my... it to you when we're done. But nonetheless, well, fuck. great job here, here. Thanks for the correction. That was good, buddy. Thanks, man. That was really good. I like that. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, then you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys all right tyler i'm just gonna throw this at you as we we go for a little break i know more about physics than isaac newton ever did you hate uh, I'm going to say, no, you don't. Of course I do. No, you don't. He didn't even know what a freaking atom was, okay? Mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. I went to school with an atom. What's an atom? Uh, an atom is just the, it's, uh, you know, like, <laughs> I don't have to prove myself it's, to you. That's a weird, surprising weird, weird example to go to. That's not, that's not how conversations work. It's not a test. This isn't tests, my Haitian. This is a conversation. You're being a dick. Those guys you hate, guys you hate, guys you to wash your windows. Red circle. Do you remember that joke? Sounds familiar. What's it from? It's like the they um it was like an old ghost story, and it's like the kids stayed at home alone, and the phone rang. It's me, the window washer. It's me, the window washer. They're scared, no. scared, scared, and then they knock on the door. It's I'm the window washer. I'm here to wash your windows. No, you don't recall that. So that's like kind of the happy ending. Yeah. There's just a wrong house kind of situation. Sure. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. back in the 80s when you could make fun of immigrants with their funny accents. You know what I mean? But we're not in the 80s anymore. <laughs> well, because I don't think it's funny. <laughs> I used to when I was young, but not now. In the 80s. Sure. Um, also, I remember once when I was a little kid and they said that we could tell a, a ghost story for aftercare in front of the whole cafeteria. And I went up there and I laid it on thick. And, and the payoff to it was the kid was holding his parents' hand. But it was only his parents' hands. Ooh. 
And I hit the punchline and nobody reacted. Uh, so I said it again. Yeah. yeah nobody gave a shit. It was yeah. a, it, honestly, it's one of the reasons why I have this, you know, personality that's a shield of defense. Really? Uh, it really gave you a. Uh, Tyler, it was just his hand. Yeah. Yeah. It really gave you a peek into into societal yeah. uh, situations like that. Yeah. <laughs> where they'll just. Oh, wow. I thought I nailed that and nobody batted an eye. So I think that was the day I decided to turn it up to 50. Sure. Yep. And it's never failed you since. Speaking of turning it up to 50, Tyler, you've got mail. Oh, Dr. Drew, you magnificent bastard. Tyler, please describe what Drew've Got Mail is. Well, Drew've Got Mail is a segment where Ryan sends me something just foul something terrible all the time in my email and i have to open it and then you have to get my reaction to something foul and terrible in my email i don't think foul is fair i've sent you things that are funny i now often they are to uh, kids are saying rape your eyeballs are we allowed to say that kids are saying <laughs> rape your eyeballs do i have that wrong i don't know i, I don't have a kid oh you know what it, did it, you not listen to my be like me no Tyler, god I, you're I did. failing I, already I, I zoned out did you do that jeez i i watched the show community which is from the, one of the makers of rick and morty a mm -hmm. lot of rape jokes on that and that came out what 10 15 years ago something like that is is that off the table if it is i'm fine i'm fine leaving it alone R rape is off the table okay yes. I, and, yes. I, and i don't need it yes. i won't take it even if it doesn't want it i I, I will no longer do that. What is the picture that you're looking at, Tyler? You, Ryan. I'm staring right <laughs> at you through the back of your head. Yeah, d stop doing that is what I'm asking you. What is it that you're looking at, Tyler? Now, the picture is it's a sign at the gym. I assume it's a gym yes, in the locker room. At my gym today. And it says, attention members, women working in locker room. Uh, and then it says it again in Spanish and then says, sorry for the inconvenience. Would you, just for giggles and shits, would you please read the Spanish part? Atención, miembros, mujeres que trabajan en vestuario. I mean, nailed it, nailed it, nailed it, Tyler. Thank you. Now, here's my question. I don't want to lapse into immaturity like I did with that whole rape situation. Oh, come on. What? I, I did. I, I, went for, I, I went for the easy jokes. I'm not going to do that here. Okay. All what right. do you think of when you read that? My, my question is this. Does that mean you are no longer allowed to be naked? Or be prepared for a woman to walk through here while you're naked. I think it's be prepared for women to walk through there. Don't get naked. Okay. They don't explicitly write that. And I think they're leaving a lot there open to interpretation. Mm. What, oh, officer, when I read it, I read it as women in locker room shake sure. my penis at them. Sure. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. You play hot and cold game with them by shaking it. <laughs> yes or no. I'm wondering, would that be legally binding if you were naked and the, the woman came in? Do you now have a problem on your hands? Well, I think they only put that up while they're in there. But that's what I'm saying. So now that I saw that sign, I didn't see the woman, nor was I naked. But I, that's but I don't know why anybody's getting naked in there, if I could be honest. You're presenting two different situations. You cannot put that sign up, and then while somebody's in there, a woman just walks in on you. No, but they're already in the locker room. But there's many compartments to the locker room. So I saw that sign, but I did not see a woman. I never saw the woman. Ah, sure. So the idea is... She could be bandied, you know, she could be anywhere. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. She could crawl out of the air vent for all I know. And look at my schmeckle. 
So uh, <laughs> I, I just, it, it kind of caught me off guard and, and just made me think. Yeah, I guess it's, it's just letting you know, hey, don't be inappropriate. And I think that somebody could be like, I, I, I didn't read it that way. I, I thought it meant some lady might see my wiener and uh, I'm okay with that. I, I, uh, That's Drew got mail. I mean, it's open interpretation, man. It's like a Picasso I, painting. I don't think so. I don't think it's open to is interpretation. Is that a woman's nose or is that a guy's penis? We we have no idea. It's always a guy's. It's penis, always a guy's right? penis, yeah. Tyler. Like yeah. those Rorschach tests. Yeah. Let's do week in review. <laughs> what is week in review, Tyler? What's when we go back and we talk about things that we got wrong on the episode before? Because we're always saying wacky stuff, yeah, Ryan. It's a cornerstone of how this operation works. And we have to correct ourselves and each other. I it's like, particularly I like it. fun when we do it to each other. Agreed. Should I go first? Would, would you, you like me to go first? Would you please, Tyler? I, I'll go first. That was awkward. Ryan, last week you made me jealous while discussing ceviche that was cooked for you. And we asked, is it possible to cook without heat? Is it? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yes, although the only other option I could find was ceviche, uh, which the acid of the lime cooks the raw fish. So cooking, by definition, has nothing to do with temperature. It's just the finished product when a food is no longer raw. Seemingly. Okay. Yes. Very yeah. interesting. Otherwise, I, you need heat. Seemingly. I, I would have guessed otherwise. I didn't know that either. Tyler, last week I talked about a machine that made water out of the atmosphere. One of the most pretentious things I've ever heard in my life. Is that true? I hope so. That is not correct. Tyler, this, I'll just read right off of. I was going to say, that's like life changing, like planet changing if it could do that. It truly is, Tyler. And, and here's the purpose. I've referenced this book that I've read, Super Life, over the last couple of shows. And it's really called into question what I'm eating and the idea of whatever you eat literally turns into you. Mm -hmm. And water, I think we all know, is one of the most important things besides oxygen that we could get. So- this is what the website says. Create safe, healthy, filtered, alkaline drinking water virtually anywhere. Now, this thing makes up to 15 gallons of water a day mm. out of the thin air. What would you pay for this miraculous contraption? I mean, if I was desperate enough, really anything. Because it would keep me alive in the most desperate of situations. I'm not saying if you're trapped in a desert. I'm just talking about in regular life. Because you and I get those big office cooler bottles, five-gallon mm -hmm. bottles of Zephyr Hills, which are delicious. But it's purified water. And that is not what you need. Because from your water, you're supposed to be getting certain minerals. Yeah. So uh, it's only $1,995.95, Tyler. How about you get one for you and I'll get one for me? I like that. Yeah. See who can crank out the most in a day. It'll be like a, one of those farming games in real life. Sure. I'll start sweating it up with a nice workout and just go sit by it. I dig that, Tyler. No, no, I'm not drinking this. <laughs> now, now, but think about this, Tyler. What do we spend on those three bottles of water that we get? About 30 bucks? Yeah, a little less than that. It's about $26, 25 bucks, something like that. That is 66 trips, which I bet we've already done. 66 trips while in this house yeah because we've been here for two years so sure and then we had the house before nonetheless it's just very interesting and mm -hmm. you're getting higher quality h2o as my as my hero once said okay sure ryan yes last week we spoke on human trafficking and we wondered how much can you get for a human <laughs> i remember on a previous show we looked up how much you could get for a human hand specific for organs, organs. Yeah. that was fun yeah, good good time sure did, uh, did, did i look it up 
Absolutely. Sure. Depending on the age, place of origin, and destination, traffickers can get between $4,000 and $50,000 each. I got to tell you, that doesn't sound like that much for a human life. Per person? Yeah. Nah, it just, that seems like a little, uh, so little for, I mean, let's be honest, free labor. Well, I guess it's not free. You paid for it, but no. you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> it, much like the water generator, it's you're going to make that money back. Exactly. It's all about down the road. Now, here's my question, and it's probably a foolish one, as most of mine are. What are people doing with these people? This is all sex stuff. That's one road I don't don't want to go down. Yeah, I'm sure there's still a lot of slavery going on. I'm sure there's, oh, I would imagine so. But it's obviously not happening here in America. I mean, is this happening here? Do we have slaves in America? Well, we don't, I don't think we have slaves tilling fields like we used to back in the 1800s, but the sex trade is still very alive and well here in America. There are women chained up like- uh, It's not chained. They're just addicted to drugs and they're, uh, they're brought inside this society or this community that is just, I mean, hell, think of how difficult it is to get out of the rest restaurant industry. These women are brought into these impossible, impossible, Tyler. That's what it is. And these women are brought into these impossible situations, addicted to heroin or meth or whatever it is, or or, or just the person, like the R. Kelly situation. Absolutely. Didn't he get in trouble for human trafficking? Isn't that what they fell back on? That was there was something involved with that. I don't know what how far the details went. All I know is that dude got royally fucked by the legal system. Well, when you say it like that, it sounds like you're saying it was unjust. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, he got fucked uh, patriotically in the, yeah. in the right kind of way. And we don't want anybody to get fucked, but if somebody is going to get fucked, I would be okay with it looking something like that. Yeah, Tyler, last week, I discussed midlife crisis. Did I blow off the assignment? That is not correct. I did not, Tyler. What do you think a midlife crisis is and what do you think the, the causes are? Well, we talked about this last week. Uh, midlife crisis is when is when you reach a certain age. Mortality comes into view, and we start longing for the uh, the days of yore, sure. as it were, and we want to keep and hold on to our youth. So we start making decisions that we would have uh, back in the day. Okay, well, it's 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 takes place approximately between the ages of forty and sixty, and. One common, and I'm sure you could tell that I'm reading here, but one of the common beliefs about this stage of life is that you should expect to face inner turmoil about your identity, life choices, and morality. Mm. That is a midlife crisis. And I hear that, Tyler. You know what I think? I've been dealing with that my whole life. What that describes, I've felt since I was a kid. Constant midlife crisis. Yeah. I've said it time and time sure. again. Yes. I could die at any time. You're absolutely right. Well, technically, any of us okay. could. Okay. <laughs> We're all in our midlife, if you think about it. But I, I'm being serious. I feel like what that just described right there, I feel like that's getting easier for me as I get older. Don't get me wrong. Still got plenty of plenty of problems with all of those things they just listed. But I think of that more of a teen angst than, than a midlife crisis. Yeah, well, teen angst, I believe in certain in a certain way, is kind of the same thing as a midlife crisis. It's just teen Quarter angst. life crisis. Teen angst is when you're a teen, and yeah. it's appropriate. You're supposed to go through that at that age. That's how you're how you grow. I think that's true, but this idea of um, your identity and life choices and in going through who am I. I would suggest not waiting until you're 52. I, I think that maybe go ahead and jump on in that pool a little bit younger for my particular taste. Well, sir, I'm sure certain people out there aren't, don't realize they have that option. Fair point. And we're here to tell you you do. Whether you like it or not. It's terrifying, but you got to do it. Today's the day, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Ryan, last week, I promised I would look up what happened to the lost Wu-Tang 
album. Oh, yeah. Did I break my promise? Uh, that is not correct. Wow, you triggered that sound on yourself. How about that? The album titled Once Upon a Time in Shaolin. Oh, I've heard that. Yep. Was recorded in secret for six years. Only one copy was made due to both Wu-Tang producer uh, Silver Rings and... Wait, I'm sorry. Did I say that wrong? No, 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 no. I, I, I'm I, very white. I'm I just, gringo. I just need for you to try... No, I mean, you said it right, but I need to hear it again. Silver Rings. Okay, right. <laughs> There's an A on the end of Silva? Silva. Like Silver a, Rings. Like Anderson Silva. Yeah, Silver Rings. C-I-L-A, C-I-L-V-A. C-I-L-V-A. How about that? I like Silva. that. Silva. Silva Rings. R-I-N-G-Z. Z at the end. Sounds Russian. Yeah, Silver Rings. And... <laughs> Ridiculous! Sorry, I didn't, I didn't name I, him, Mr. Rings. He's a full. He's a grown adult. He names himself, Mr. Rings. Wait, does he name? He probably didn't name himself, yeah. Mr. Rings. I'm not attacking you personally. I just wasn't prepared for it. Please, please continue on with your program. <laughs> you didn't mean to, but yeah, you did. I did. I did. I did. And how do you say his name? R Z A. How do you pronounce that? RZA. RZA. Uh, both of them thought that the the way that music is uh, distributed now through streaming and whatnot has LimeWire. <laughs> You're showing your age. By the way, I think I fucked up your computer. <laughs> it's uh, it's really devalued sure. music. That's their belief. That's true. So, so they went through and they made this album with Wu Tang, obviously, and only made one physical album. But do you think there's marketing to that? I mean, it's almost like uh, you know, the, the holy shroud. You know, it, it it's just very strange to me. Also. I don't understand it. Also, kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, this has been done in like the, in Hollywood before. I believe it was a weekend review. John Malkovich made a movie that isn't allowed to be released by contractually until after 2100. Like it's going to be released a hundred years in the future and nobody is ever allowed to see it. What? Yeah. True story. Movie time capsule. <laughs> this seems like the same thing where wow. they made this. It's a two disc album and it was contractually obligated when it was first purchased that it is never allowed to be streamed to the public. That's very interesting. And it's hard not to argue that Spotify and all of these people who are paying artists pennies for play mm -hmm. uh, has very is extremely devalued. It's so easy to get into people's homes nowadays. It's much harder to make money off of it because they've just flooded the market. Well, and like if you podcasting. Well, and if you really look at it, the value is still there. It's just all the money now goes to the streaming oh, uh, yeah, giants and, yeah, yeah. And, and whatnot. That makes me happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I didn't Let's actually- do the depression index oh, again. <laughs> I didn't actually say where it went. It was purchased by Martin uh, Shkreli. He was arrested. Martin Shkreli being? Pharma bro. Yeah. You know, the very punchable face. Everybody knows what he looks like, unfortunately. Who, who made, you know, medicine that was keeping people alive. He made it, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever. Oh, yeah. The same thing all of them are doing. They're just not- vocal about and it. And you don't get to put was. a face on it. Exactly. I would love to punch somebody in the Johnson and Johnson, Tyler. I enjoy that. That tickled <laughs> me a little bit. That's for the kiddies. Well, the U.S. Department of Justice sold it to a non-fungible token collector, NFT collector, uh, Pleaser D-A-O for $4 million. That's a person? And it's a company. Okay, It's good. a company. It's an NFT company. After Silver Rings, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and they want, they've stated, we really want to get this music out there so everybody can hear it, but we are contractually obligated where we can't play it for anybody. Until when? Forever? 2103. It's contractually obligated. You are not allowed to stream it wow. until 2003. The, the only longest drop of all time. The only way that you're allowed to hear it is if you're at an event where the 
physical copy of the disc is and they're playing it for And they everybody. take your cell phone from you like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> exactly. And that's it for me, buddy. I think that's cool. I think that's it's, cool. It's interesting. And also, I don't, I, I like Wu-Tang, but not so much their music. So I'm fine. I'm I was good. just about to say, I like them. I don't ever need to hear the album. I, I'll live. They're, uh, they're, I'll live. Their music never caught me, nonetheless. And Tyler. Well, you're just not gangsta enough, right? Less. I'm going to leave that alone. Silver rings, right? Tyler, stop <laughs> saying silver rings. Tyler, last week you said fast food is America's most preferred cuisine. Could I find that? That is not correct. Did not say cuisine, but close enough. Do you think of those little kid cuisines that come in the blue packages with the penguin on it? I think that it should not use the word cuisine. That with, is false advertising. With the chef's hat. I love a McDonald's. I, look, I'm tell, talking about how I'm changing my eating and all this stuff, and I'm, I'm, I'd like to think in pretty damn good shape. Love a McDonald's. Love a fast food. Well, things don't stop being delicious to you. We just have to make the conscious decision not to engage with these things that make us feel good because they will ultimately make us feel bad. If I could talk to God, I would say, what's the deal with the good food tasting like shit and the shit food tasting like good? What's your deal, bruh? So if you could talk to God. That's the only thing I'd ask. The creator of the, the universe and, 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 itself. Hey, hey, have you seen my pen? <laughs> You see my baseball. I lost that one pink sock like a month ago. I would love to know where it goes. Ah, there it is. Under the bed. Why did I look under the bed? All I'm right. just picturing you sitting in front yeah. of this bundle of light. Yeah. Just, oh, my son. You get one question. What is it with the bad food tasting good and the good food tasting bad, God? Why'd you cancel Inside Job? <laughs> um, so, but I, I, so I couldn't find that exact fact. But what I did find was this. On any given day in America, it's estimated that 36.6% or more than 80 million adults consume some kind of fast food. Yeah, that's a lot of people. 36.6% of anything, much less American population. That is incredibly huge. 83% of American families eat fast food restaurant eat at a fast food restaurant at least once a week. 83%. Oh, so I was going to ask. It was once a week. Very, very high. What was the 36%? It was per day, per uh, week. What What was it? 36% of adults consume some kind of fast food every day. Yeah. Oh, one in three people in this country More every than that. day. More and than I that. am a big contributor to that. And listen, well, you hit it up two or three times. Yeah, so that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm two thirds of that Tyler's shit. Ringing, Tyler's <laughs> taking care of my portion. And see, I'll do it. I will do fast food. I had Chick-fil-A a couple of nights ago. I use it as a, as a big treat sure. because actually Chipotle's uh, system was down, those motherfuckers. Mm. And, and could this be true, Tyler? It you know, The last fact I have here, it says the average American household spends 10% of their annual income on fast food. Could that be possible? I mean, if you're eating it once a day, absolutely. It's like $4 if you do it right. What? Wait, what are you doing for $4? That Wendy's has got like a $5 box that you could just stack on top of shit, man. Your, your voice is starting to get a little sexual. I'm going to need you to oh, tone it down. Especially goodness. the way you stared into my soul as you mm, said that. My Frosty's turning into a hearty. <laughs> H-A-R-D-E-E. -E. It's no. another fast food restaurant, Turn it Tyler. back to a soft serve, please. <laughs> Don't worry, at my age. Please. It's going to do that on its own. That's Week in Review. Erection issues, Tyler. That's yeah. the joke that I went. Yeah, yeah. Great job. Uh, Tyler, I, as you can hear, I'm wheezing to a close. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, am yeah. spent. I've just, I am incurring traumas left and right, and I'm just enjoying it. You know what I mean? I'm stacking them up like a game of Jenga. Who knows what's going to happen when this all falls over? I do. I was going to say, do you know how Jenga ends? Sure. With a big giant hole in the middle till everything falls. Yep. I'm familiar.
<laughs> great job, Tyler. Uh, great metaphor. Tell the people how they can talk to me while they still have a chance. Uh, go to those guys you I'm hate. Because I'm moving out of town. Yeah, yeah. Do it quickly, yeah, though. Do yeah, it quickly, yeah. though. <laughs> Not for any particular reason. Tonight. <laughs> Go to thoseguysyouhate.com and uh, all the links are right there for you to follow us. And we need your subscriptions. We need your love because we can't sustain that on our we own. We can't apparently. produce it on our own. Yeah. Like, a, like a regular, you know, red-blooded American boy. Tyler, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is nobody should be given the power, all the power, to own Wu-Tang's album by themselves. It's too much power, Ryan. That's true. It's too much power. It's like giving somebody the powers of God. No one person deserves that power. Uh, unless it's Martin Scarelli. He'll take yeah. care of us. Yeah, and, and I, I think- I trust him to make the right decision. And I'll just throw in, just as a side comment, you know, just since we're here, yep. if you do <laughs> wind up becoming the president or head of some pharmaceutical company and you can hear the sound of my voice which you might we have high hopes for you please please don't be a bastard please i know profits are important but please stop killing people because of profits please just can you just stop killing people please we're profits i i think that <sighs> i think that people um, there, there's something very human to that. We're almost, and I'm citing a fictitious situation, but perhaps you'll find purchase within it where somebody gets famous on YouTube. And so their minor beliefs and their little Id idiosyncrasies all of a sudden get deeper and deeper and deeper as you gain more fame. Like, oh, people will agree with me and people are backing me up. There's something about that with success and money where people forget where they come from mm -hmm. almost immediately. Not absolutely, but in so many cases, you know? Very well said. Absolutely. And, and we've just arrived at a place where you can subsist and you can live in your own little bubble. Because back in the day before technology became what it is, when the majority of the country got angry at you, you were buried underneath the weight of that criticism. Whereas now you can mute those people and just interact with the people who support you. Or you can just blossom in your shame and have absolutely no embarrassment and just keep on doing what you're doing. That too. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a big move right now, Tyler. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should give it a try. Shame. We need it. Yeah, or just guilt. I'll even take just a little smidge of guilt. Is that fair to say, and we're getting derailed here, that we do need some shame? Can shame be a healthy thing? Guilt is a healthy thing. Shame is unhealthy. Okay. Guilt What's helps you grow. Guilt is just a thought of, oh, I did something wrong. I feel bad. It's time to make better choices in the future. Shame is behaviors that we have established about ourselves because of that action that we took. Okay. We have That's shame fair. because I feel like I'm a bad person because I did this one bad thing. Okay. What about guilt? I think that's an article of clothing, Ryan. No, Gelt is that that Jewish chocolate that looks like coins. I love it. It's just, I mean, delicious. You know what I'm <laughs> talking about? That would definitely derail. You're right. You're right about that. All right, ask me the question. <laughs> right. What's the moral of the story? Uh, I'm not going to go into some big, long, traipsing explanation of how AI can and, and I believe will change this world because I don't know. Um, and maybe I'm gripping onto something that needs to change. Maybe you and I talk so much on this show, whether morality is a human baseline or lack thereof is a human baseline. But my question is, what happens when we don't have any control over it anymore? I, I don't want to be doom and gloom. We all die. Do you think so? Yeah, I think if if the if you were to create an entity right now that was to come in and look at all of human nature and the, what we're doing to ourselves, specifically like what's going on in Ukraine at the moment, it would go, are you fucking kidding me? You sure. guys are dangerous to the universe. Yeah. 
It's like in the fifth element when she got to the letter W and found out what war was. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Exactly. And she was wearing that little orange number, and I was like, What you doing? <laughs> ah, Stop rubbing yourself down. Ah, it's just my nipples, Tyler. It's just my nipples. Ryan, the moral of the story, uh, damn The it. moral of the story, forgive me. The moral of the story is we are flying into the future, and hopefully we pause and, and, and give ourselves a, a breath to ruminate on what that means we are those guys you hate be kind or we'll kill you Red circle. How's that going over there? Good. Good. We're having technical issues? Yeah, I wouldn't even call it an issue. I'd call it a hiccup, a technical hiccup that I solved. A technical hiccup is better than a technical issue. Of course. Oh, okay. A hiccup is just a momentary lapse in judgment on my technology's part. I understand. How does that work? Hmm. If you are just a machine that's designed to do one thing, how does it work? Like, how does one time I go into my phone and it just for this minute, doesn't do what it's supposed to do. How does that work? Do you want me to give you a general answer answer on how it works with the rest of the population, or do you want me to give the audience an answer on how it works with you? No, 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 no. Oh, we, we don't discuss okay. that. It's, because I, you have some kind of anti-superpower with yeah, technology, yeah. as we have discussed on this And show. birds. Uh, but I will tell you... <laughs> birds birds, birds are, are meant to be feared more than technology. But I feel like birds are unnecessarily mean to me. I feel like birds pick on me. They're kind of dickish. Peck on me, whatever. Sure. So why is it that if, you know, sometimes I've got to reset my phone because the internet all of a sudden doesn't work. Maybe I'm asking a stupid question, but it's designed for that one function. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess it's just entropy. The more complex these machines get, the more likely uh, and more things can go wrong with them. We need to go back to when I was growing up, we had a remote control for the TV. It had three buttons. Mm -hmm. The one in the middle was like an orangish yellow. And it made an actual sound when you pushed it down, like a click. Oh, and it was satisfying. And it, oh, it was extremely, it was like bubble wrap, but for your television. More hardcore. Yeah. Oh, you could kill somebody with that thing. It was mm -hmm. a brick. Tyler, I'm going to try on this episode to control myself. If there's ever a beat between us without something being said, you probably haven't even noticed this because it's very subtle. But I just spin off into a wild area and just say whatever comes to my mind. You know what I mean? You? Yeah, I do. You. I, I do, yeah. <laughs> Not Hold on, let me see if I can get this right. You. No, wait, that didn't sound right either. No. Hold on. You. We're going to edit that, and yeah. you are going to sound gonna, like Clark Gable. We're going we're to figure this out. Hold on. How do you, How does one sound surprised? <laughs> you. You. Oh, Tyler is clutching his pearls. Um, yeah, yeah. I am. I'm yeah, gonna, we do a show together. I'm going to bring it down. I'm going to contain myself. I'm going to breathe through it. I'm going to move slowly, but do we want a show where I don't ever say anything wacky? Do we want that? No. Who says you don't have to say anything wacky? It just lets stay on that wacky thing for just a, a heartbeat. I'm going to see what I can do. It, it is weird how my mind jumps around like that. Maybe I have ADD. Is that possible? Diagnose I, me. I think everybody at this point has ADD. Too sure. much steroids in the chicken. Yeah. Or uh, not enough. Or not enough. Yeah. Or not enough. And I think that you just want to keep the show show rolling. And so your your brain is always thinking of what's coming next. Yeah. Let's just sit and just enjoy the moment, Let's baby. Let's sit in it. Yeah. Let's sit in it. Okay, yeah. fine. Then I'm going to I'm gonna throw something out here. Okay. 
We're going to just, we're, we're going to lounge. Mm-hmm. We're going to be like a, in a sauna. We're going to take our towels off and we're just going to get weird with it. Like uh, one of those gay bookshops. Gay bookshops? Gay, Tyler, we can review gay bookstore. When I first started working at a, at a, at a restaurant. Oh, okay. I worked there with a man. His name was Ken. He was an incredible individual. He drove a purple motorcycle with tassels coming off the handlebars. Wow. I was maybe 14 years old. Looking back on it now, very inappropriate with me. Said things to me that probably shouldn't have been said. Uh, okay. But I went away. Right. It never offended me. It was, I, I, you know, he never made me feel uncomfortable, but okay. something I probably wouldn't do. Sure. Also, the only person I ever saw who ate food out of the dish pit. He would grab food off of a, a plate in dish and just eat it mm. to be shocking. Mm. Nonetheless, but it was delicious. He used to tell me about bookstores, gay bookstores, where when you got there, you had to get down into a towel. Are you unfamiliar with these? I have never. Wow. I, I thought you to go the gay route. I thought you were just going to stay at the bath bathhouses because those can get pretty gay. Sure. I have never heard of a gay bookstore where you have to get naked. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense well, to me. What do they have to do with each other? Hopefully Ken wasn't leading me astray. I mean, he did call me boo-boo and constantly used the big pepper shaker as his wiener. But uh, I can't imagine he would lie to me. <laughs> not, not Ken. Hold not on, Ken. let me go back to my shocked voice. Not Ken. You? <laughs> Ken? Uh, honestly, and this all makes him sound like a terrible person, and perhaps he was. But he was awesome. He was very funny. Not necessarily a terrible person, but we can be inappropriate at times. Very inappropriate. You need to learn to dial it back. Now that I'm looking back on it, perhaps there was something going on with Ken. My uh, my noise-canceling headphones got me in trouble today. Your noise-canceling... Are they AirPods? Yes, they are. Okay. I had them in noise-cancellation mode. That's how bougie I am. I, I think I have that ability on my hair, my headphones, and I've never used it. What is the purpose for that? To block out noise. Sure. And what's the purpose of the other one then? A transparency. So you can hear if somebody's talking to you without taking out your headphones. The hell He's making a face. Who the hell (laughs) would ever want that? Why would I? So you don't have to take the headphone out of your ear. Why don't I just hum to myself then? I don't even need, I don't even need your headphones. I'll just hum. Is that cool? What are you even, I don't even understand your point. If I have headphones in, if I have headphones in, that means don't talk to me. Don't, okay. I'm not, I don't talk okay. to me. Okay, I'm sorry, Mr. Bezos. <laughs> I didn't realize your time was so important. I'm also wearing a blindfold. <laughs> but but sometimes people talk to you, and Apple has gotten away. Has got, well, I was in line for Chipotle. Like, they have to talk to me to ask me what I want. What is the purpose of sign language then, Tyler? What are we doing? <laughs> I missed that class burrito. in middle school. That is not burrito. No? No. I've been wondering why I've been getting such mixed reactions. Yeah, that's a hand job to a large dong. <laughs> I was in line at Chipotle and I had my noise cancellation headphones on and there's this guy. I go there often and I see this guy and I said, hey, how are you? May have said it a little bit louder than I mean Ah, to. Ah, yeah. And he nods, kind of like taken aback, but then, you know, nods and realizes everything's okay. He's not in danger. And I see him mouth, what's new? And I shouted at this man, same shit. And I know I shouted simply because everybody in my vision, in my cone of vision Turned to look at me. The seven-year-old fell off the bench. There was guac up in the air. And I was too much of a coward to turn around and look at the rest of the room. But I'm sure they were looking at me, too. I'm shocked that you didn't just run out of there. Uh, Just left everything. Now, wait a minute. He had already started my burrito, so I couldn't leave it. So you were still listening to whatever you were listening to as your burrito was being made? No, it was on pause, oh, but I had noise cancellation mode on. I see. That's the part I guess I didn't get. I thought yeah. the noise cancellation was the noise itself. Nope. Um, and you just didn't realize it. I, I, Yeah. Yeah. My brain was just like, you're talking perfectly normally. Don't worry about it. Keep shouting. 
Uh, it is a great way to kind of put a shield in between you and the public, putting in your headphones. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I was standing in line by myself in Chipotle. I need to do something with myself, you know? And, oh, 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 Tyler, masturbating in public is wrong. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. God, when did we become such prudes in this society? Not what we used a tortilla for, but I do give you extra credit for heating it up. I like to leave myself room for conversation if anybody wants to casually sparkle. Have you seen the Neanderthals that stand in line at Chipotle? Those are my favorites. Look at them. Look at them before you. Why don't they make a drive-thru for Chipotle? Just a little glass window with all the toppings on the other side. And you're like, yes, yes, no. We're not going to do that. No, No. Tyler, last thing that I will tell you is this. Being smart, pretty awesome. It is awesome. From what I've heard. Yeah. Um, Also... I'm going to say something that you probably in some rumination of your mind already knew. Being smart makes you more likely to have ill effects of things. If I say that to you, what does that mean? That's what I was just about to say. Where people, the smarter you are, the more likely uh, you are to suffer from addiction or depressive thoughts or stuff like that. Be bipolar, anxiety, of course, I think obsessive compulsive. I don't think you have a lot of... Uh, forgive the vernacular, dumb, obsessive, compulsive people. I think they kind of go one in the hand as the overthinking. For sure. Um, Also, and maybe you've never thought about it in this way because I hadn't, but it makes sense. Being smart also makes you more likely to have environmental allergies, asthma, and autoimmune disorders. Being smart, there's a correlation between that and being weaker. Well, tell your respiratory system to stop thinking so much. Get out of here. Get into here. You got to look in the mirror and you say to yourself, not today, limbic system. Today (laughs) we do it hard. No, but and and that makes sense because you think of the nerd. You think of, you know, always sick. You think of them being, you know, big brain, weak body. But I've never really thought that there was scientific evidence to back that up, but it, it, it makes sense to me. It makes sense. The more powerful your brain, the more calories it needs to consume, the less there are to go to other things. You know, we only have a finite throughout the day, a finite amount throughout the day. So the harder you think, the more calories you're burning. Absolutely. Wow. I have never thought about that. Uh, you've never like gotten through a test I'm or an Iron Man or something like that. And after you come out, you're sure. like, man, I am mentally exhausted. Well, I've done a lot of manual labor in my life and the bar business and all of that stuff that never has made me as tired as a day of paperwork mm. in the business that you and I don't talk about because it doesn't exist yeah I, the 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 mental work for me is a is a bitch that'll kill and me. I bet you I bet you if somebody who did manual labor on a regular basis and then was brought in and saw the job we do you'd be like are you fucking kidding me right now are you kidding me? And that's fine. But then when I tell you to sit down and do this and do that and call that person and this and that, I think very often people end up in manual labor either because that's kind of their calling or poor life decisions. Oh, I'm just saying that I'm happy I don't have to do manual labor. And, yes. we, and we've got it really good. Yeah, I think Thank we, you, universe. We live next to an Emmanuel labor, I believe. Let's do the show. When, whenever you make that face, I know it's time to move on.